Welcome to the Making Space Podcast. I'm Jen Pillipow, and this show is dedicated to bringing awareness to our habits and their root causes, because I believe that with awareness comes choice, and with choice comes change. And as a hypnotherapist, I know how much our subconscious minds influence us, but as a human on my own healing journey, I also know it's not always just about mindset. I understand how important integration and embodiment is and how those terms can feel confusing and hard to implement. These are the themes that I like to unpack in this show. This is season three, and I'm joined with my dear friend and colleague, Jennifer Kelly. Jennifer is a professional development trainer and positive psychology coach, and together we're exploring the effects of people-pleasing from our own perspectives, experiences, and circumstances. We hope our conversation sparks some insight in you. Thank you so much for joining us today. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Inner Child Reparenting Workshop, now available on my website. If you have trouble with boundaries and saying no, if you have a harsh inner critic and unreasonably high expectations of yourself, if you're highly anxious and you worry constantly about what other people are going to think about you, and if you continually ignore and distract your intense emotions and your needs, then these are all signs that your inner child could use some reparenting and you are the best person to do this. This workshop will help you connect in, actively reparent, and work towards honoring and accepting this part of you. And by connecting into your emotions, you're embodying while releasing old belief systems, making space for fresh new perspectives, choices, and change. This workshop is available now, and you can get the link in the show notes or visit my website at jenpillipow.com. Also, if you are interested in a people-pleasing workshop delivered by Jennifer and I, we would love to know. So head over to the show notes, submit your interest, and let us know that we should get on creating that. And finally, if you're liking this show, please hit subscribe because this does help raise visibility so that other people can find it too. And that would mean so much to us. Let's go to the show. Hi, I just wanted to jump in and do a short solo episode to share some of the insights that I've been having as I've been actually listening back to the podcast episodes with Jennifer and editing them. I'm hearing things kind of for the first time, even though we were talking about it. Maybe I'm hearing them in a different way, but I'm having some more realizations and I just wanted to share some of those with you. And just as a reminder, as with anything that you're listening to that we share, is that we're not medical practitioners of any kind. So of course, we're not trying to give any kind of advice. We're just sharing our stories and hoping that maybe it will spark a new awareness in you and never assuming that you've had the same lived experience as us, but that um, maybe something will become illuminated for you or something that you haven't thought of in, in that way. So, and so far in this season, Jennifer and I have been talking about people pleasing pretty much purely from a mindset point of view. So either through the conscious mind and using maybe new ways of talking to ourselves or affirmations or taking different types of action or talking about it from the subconscious mind point of view, you know, where these beliefs start from in childhood, how they get programmed in, how we can update that programming, etc. And I, after listening to a bit of that, I wanted to also share another perspective because sometimes for some people, 
it is a mindset fix for them. Maybe they needed some awareness around something. Maybe the affirmations are really helpful. Maybe they're able to easily take these new actions and not have a lot of resistance. But if if you're somebody like me, then or somebody that has another kind of experience where the the mindset stuff alone doesn't make a lot of change for you, then I want to talk a little bit about why that might be and share a little bit of my story around that. So um, many of you know, if you've followed me for a while, that I have talked really highly about Irene Lyons' work. So I'll link her information in the show notes. And if some of the things that I'm talking about, the freeze, the fight, the flight, etc. If that's not making any sense to you, then I'll just direct you over to her YouTube page. You can find that in the show notes. Um, and she can explain it much better. She's a nervous system expert. I am just speaking from my own awareness and what I've learned through my own healing. So as I've been doing my healing over the years, I've realized that for a long, 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 long time, my body was in like a fight or a flight state. Just means that I was usually running pretty hot, usually pretty stressed out, hyperactive, hypervigilant, um, always always burning out. Um, That was kind of my mode of operation for a long, long time. And then I had a baby and I left my corporate job. And interestingly, my body went into a freeze state. So for many years, I just felt kind of numb to everything. And I have been unthawing through a pretty lengthy process and a lot of different therapy and coaches. And I've been working one-on-one with a really amazing somatic coach here in Saskatoon. Um, And just realizing that my body didn't feel safe. So even though I live in a very safe environment, my body was still living in past situations. And so I've been working on understanding that and embodying that. And this is where I want to tie in um, what else may be a missing piece if for you as it was for me or just might give you some insights but that it was it's not just about mindset for me people pleasing not being authentic yes part of it is subconscious programming part of it is also nervous system and just not feeling safe and i want to talk about what that difference is and, and how i see it um so when we talk about people pleasing it's kind of like we have this fear that Um, I need to think and be like the people around me. I have to do what's going to make them happy. I need to avoid conflicts. And I have to set aside my own feelings and my own needs because it's not safe. I may not be liked and that's a very scary situation. But when our nervous system freezes up in those moments and we're not able to use our voice or we use maybe inaction as a way of fitting in, holding back our opinions, withdrawing, and basically just shutting down for fear of conflict or not fitting in or not being liked. So I want to share a personal example to kind of illustrate the differences there because, you know, they're they're both really achieving the same 
thing, the same outcome. It's driven by the same kind of fear, which is a fear of abandonment, a fear of not fitting in, a fear of being ostracized, a fear of being left out, all those very primal fears. Um, but there, they are a little, there is a subtle difference between them. And so I'll give you an example. I find myself when I'm in new situations with a new group of people, um, then what I tend to do is I hold back. I think I talked about this in one of the episodes actually is where I'll kind of hang back and just observe. And part of that is because I don't want to go in. I know my tendency to people please, and I don't want to get into people pleasing and just start agreeing with what everybody's saying, especially if it's something that I don't agree with. And because of that, then my body kind of goes into shutdown because I don't know how to feel safe in that kind of environment. I don't have practice with that. That hasn't been modeled to me. And so my body goes in kind of like a freeze where I don't say anything. I will laugh sometimes just to kind of stay present in the conversation, but I find myself holding myself back and not even expressing an opinion and not agreeing one way or another, but just kind of going into shutdown. And I think that's just deeply rooted in my nervous system. And the more that I I work on that, it's really about um, embodying it. And so I want to talk a little bit about what I mean by that. And I I, I was listening back to the episode from last week and something um, that I said really highlights this and that's your your body and your emotions, your feelings, they don't know how to lie. So they are truly your most authentic version of yourself in that moment. And this is how I make the link with embodiment. So I feel like embodiment is kind of one of those words that gets thrown around a lot and we and kind of it's sort of a confusing word where we don't really know how to action it kind of like when people say and I've said this myself but you know rewire your brain well, like what the heck does that mean <laughs> like what heck, what do you actually do how do you actually feel a feeling like what what does this all mean and so I'm just going to explain it for what makes sense to my brain and maybe it will make sense for you too or maybe it will make you think of another way and that's great so the biggest illuminating moment for me was working with my coach and she said to me this was actually through it's so funny actually I'm just going to sidestep for a second here Uh, I originally started to see her my somatic coach for a fear of spiders and that sounds I know like kind of a, a silly thing to focus on but I know that it's so much deeper than just a fear of an insect and I really wanted to understand it more. I had done a little bit of hypnotherapy with it. I had a little bit of an understanding. I had brought some new awareness to it, but there was and this is this is the interesting part is that I had an awareness of what my mind thought. I know what placeholder my subconscious mind made spiders for I understood all that connection I had a good awareness around it however whenever I saw them my body would have a very visceral reaction and I wanted to unpack that and understand that a little bit more like what was living in my nervous system that needed to be released and so I started working with this coach and of course what has come around is that there's a couple of other instances that happened in my life that have 
come up in connection to this. And the thing that they all have in common, the spiders and all these things, is that these are the places in my life where I didn't feel safe and there was also no resolution. And so that fear, of course, lives in my body still because it hasn't been released. And so it, that's the deep healing work and awareness that has come from that. And it's been really fascinating. And so at one point, my coach said to me, well, you know, do you feel safe now? Do you know what that would even mean? Do you know what safety feels like in your body? And, and that's how we embody the words in our mind is you go to the body for the lived experience. And that can be like, well, safety for me feels like a warm, fuzzy feeling in the center of my stomach. And so when I have that feeling, I know that I'm safe. I don't know that I'm safe if I just tell my the words to my head, you're safe. That doesn't make me believe that I'm safe. But my body, I know, doesn't lie. And so now I always look to my body and as we worked through that exercise, I just realized how much my body was still living in past circumstances and situations where I felt like I didn't have any control or that I was helpless or that I was stuck and my body was still living that. And so I have to actively work with it now and check in with it many times a day and say, you know, do you feel safe? How do I know? What does that feel like? What are you experiencing? And just checking in with my body. And that is how I relate embodiment. It's really taking the words and feeling it into the body. So to bring this all back around in this season when we're talking about people-pleasing, you know, we might catch ourselves people-pleasing in the moment, but if we've been doing that a really long time because we have some subconscious programming, because we are in fight or fight or freeze or fawning, that's a whole other thing that basically means people-pleasing, but there's a lot going on there. And so, of course, sometimes we're not going to notice we're people-pleasing in the moment, and we may not notice until afterwards. And this is where the self-compassion can really come in because there's a lot going on there and it's very overwhelming to be able to just stop it in the moment and just pick a new pathway just to make a new decision just because you have an awareness. It's not always that easy. Sometimes it is and great. (laughs) But, you know, I, I guess basically what I'm saying is there's no shame in continuing with people-pleasing habits even though you have an awareness around it even though you mentally understand it there might be some other things going on there that just need to be healed first in order for you to make those shifts and changes and feel safe and good about it and that's all a part of being human you know I was thinking about how um, I follow the mom psychologist online and she's this amazing woman that is a psychologist and gives lots of incredible parenting tips and hacks if you are a parent or you are around small children I highly recommend following her um anyways she wrote an email about how um how hard it is for kids to to lose when they're playing games because I have been noticing with my son who's just turned six will be playing a game and if he loses he has a really big emotional response where he will just cry big tears be so upset um and just have a really hard time getting past it and i was reading what 
Dr. Jasmine was saying about it. And she says, you know, there's a lot going on for these kids. They are learning the rules of a game. They are sitting and waiting patiently for their turn. They're, they have to sit still. They have to pay attention. All these things that are new skills for them. And then they have to manage all these emotions that come up if they're not winning and if they're losing and what that means and what they're making that mean. And there's a lot going on there. And so to, just to really have some compassion for them and also set some expectations with them. And she had all these different tips of working through it. But my point is, is that there's a lot going on for us too in these moments where we are people pleasing. We might be triggered by something that makes us people please. We might also be in a freeze state, our nervous system. There's a lot going on. And so just to have a lot of compassion as you're working through these moments that if you realize you did something again, but it's in hindsight, that's not a problem. It's it's great that you have the awareness that you realize there was something and then just extract any lesson you can from it and then let it go and just cut those cords and take the lessons, leave the limitations and move forward and not to continue to ruminate about it or feel like you're failing in any way. Just extract what you can from it and and keep going. And there might be I mean, it might be just a whole bunch of things that you do and you don't realize until hindsight. And then one day you're going to catch yourself in the moment. You're going to be able to be present and check in with your body and maybe have a different reaction. And it's just practice and it's all good. So I think that's pretty much what I wanted to share in today's episode is just to add another window to maybe what might be going on for you And, you know, something else that I've been thinking about is wondering if I truly am an introvert because am I an introvert or do I only self-regulate? There are some people that regulate themselves or nervous system around other people. And there are some people that need to be alone to regulate. That is me. And I think that's a different thing than being an introvert. And I really wonder if that shifted if I would be more extroverted, if I would get more energy from other people because I've found a way to regulate myself in those types of situations. Anyways, that's kind of going off into a different topic. (laughs) I think I'm going to end it there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. If you enjoy this podcast, please do subscribe because it does help raise the visibility so that other people can hear this as well. And I'll be back next week with Jennifer in our joint episodes as we try to move forward with people pleasing and and showing up in a completely different way. So thanks for listening.